You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Sarah Gulseth is out today, but uh, happy to have her back soon. Today, we head to California, Paradise, California, where in November of 2018, fires destroyed most of the community, including the building of Our Savior Lutheran Church. Joining me today, the Reverend Brandon Merrick. He's pastor of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Paradise, California. Pastor Brandon, thanks so much for being my guest today on the Coffee Hour. Well, thank you for having me here. So tell us about the the losses that were experienced. Tell us about the, the experience of the fire I believe it was called the campfire in November 2018. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, you know, of course, unlike anything I have been through, um, I'd been living there for four years previous to the fire, and we knew uh, living in the foothills that uh, there was always the potential for fire. Um, and it was not uncommon to have fires near us, uh, but uh, we have wonderful uh, Cal Fire out in California is just phenomenal um, at being able to assemble aircraft uh, for fighting fires. And they've got just uh, a, a lot of Cal Fire is actually volunteers. And so um, fires are go and then they're usually uh, pretty quick to put them out. And so uh, on the morning that this happened, and, and this is pretty common to everyone I've talked to, we all just believe that it, it's a fire and it's close, but it will get put out and it's going to be okay. Uh, and I think that's why it caught everybody so off guard, uh, just how quickly the fire came in and just overwhelmed everything. Uh, by the time uh, I was able to leave, we have a preschool on our church property. And it was about, um, I want to say right around eight o'clock that we were putting out our first spot fire on our property uh, and that's when we had realized that this is not a, a typical fire and that um, we had already called the parents to have them come and pick up their kids we had at the time we i think we had about 12 uh, that were there and uh, so by the time uh, the parents came to pick up the kids uh, and by the time i was leaving i was unable to leave by car uh, simply because of the gridlock uh, Paradise is a mountain community. Almost all of our roads are two-lane roads. We have a couple of four-lane roads uh, that run through town, but um, we live, we're live we up on a bluff, and so we have canyons on either side of us. So there's really only one egress, uh, main egress down out of the, the community there. So uh, I ended up having to leave on foot, and there were just simply fires starting everywhere. It wasn't a wall of fire moving in, but it was just spot fires starting everywhere because the the embers were dropping out of the sky so what were the losses experienced by members of the congregation of our savior um so we had uh, approximately uh, 50 households um and we had 47 homes that were lost i'm mean, sorry 40 wow. homes that were lost hmm. um in in the community itself uh, there were seventeen thousand structures uh, both businesses and homes, um, you know, roughly they say about 10% was remaining after the fire of paradise. Wow. So it was a, a, an extremely devastating loss for the community, for the members of the congregation and, and the building of the, the church building was lost as well as the, the parsonage, correct? Correct. So what were your first steps then in 
reuniting the congregation at the time of the fire and, and following the fire, were you able to, to reconnect with everyone in your congregation? And what, what did that look like? Uh, we were, and, and we have been blessed uh, that day um, and, and beyond. So we have a, a sister church, LCMS church down in Chico, uh, which is about 10 miles uh, down the hill uh, from where Paradise is. And the fire was on a Thursday and we were able to meet most of us um, there at Redeemer uh, in Chico uh, that Sunday. And so it was very interesting, normally, you know, a very subdued um, when you come into the service and, and people are sitting down. But as we were seeing each other, a lot of us for the first time since the fire, there was just yelling and screaming and crying and, and hugging and uh, you could see that the members of Redeemer and they were looking around with smiles on their faces because they could just see uh, the emotion that, that came from us as we got to see each other for the first time since the fire. So it was really a blessing to be able to meet. So we met that Sunday and we just continued meeting uh, at Redeemer the, for the first few weeks. We joined them in worship uh, with Pastor Donald Jordan. And then uh, we were able to hold services there at Redeemer. We just did it um, at noon uh, instead of the 10 o'clock time where they met. And we did that then for six months until we could uh, find a place to rent in paradise. Tell us about the the next step, then the steps of, of rebuilding following the devastating fire in 2018. Uh, so it was about a, a month after the fire. Uh, you know, we, we gathered together and we did so after every service just to sort of talk and, and to share uh, resources and and. and um, just come together as people. And so we began talking about, uh, do we want to rebuild? Uh, Paradise, the, the um, population of Paradise was roughly 27,000. Uh, following the fire, it's 3,500. Uh, so, you know, the questions were, were do, do we want to rebuild? It's, does it make sense to rebuild our church? Um, we lost roughly half of our members who moved away and out of town and weren't going to be coming back and and the people that were remaining said we do we want to we want to rebuild not for our sake but for the sake of paradise and the people that are left um, for those that were now going to have to live uh, amongst the devastation and the destroyed homes uh, and the long process it's going to take to rebuild so as, as a congregation we decided we wanted to be part of that we wanted to help what we can because that's what God called us to do. He doesn't call us to minister in, in, in easy times. He calls us to minister always, which includes uh, times when uh, it's not going to be comfortable and when it's going to be difficult and, and hard. Were there blessings in the midst of such great loss? Uh, each and every day. Uh, you know, God blesses us in ways. And, and I would say a lot of times we don't see those blessings because we're not necessarily looking for them. Uh, but I think when your home is gone and you're having to rely upon strangers to give you clothes so that you can change your clothes, um, I think it's then when, when we're really attuned uh, to those blessings uh, and just the outpouring of, of support and prayer from uh, across the, our country and even from across the globe. I had people in, in Africa reaching out uh, to us. And so it was just just this outpouring uh, of people who wanted to help and, and pray and do anything that they could. And 
uh, that really helped sustain us uh, and the Paradise community at large. So you were committed to rebuilding. The, the congregation was committed to rebuilding. Uh, were you able to complete that rebuild? Uh, it is not complete yet. So we began construction back in March of this year. Uh, and so to date, uh, we have the structure up. Um, the roof is not quite finished yet, but the completion date is still set for Christmas of this year. Are you uh, affected by the, the current fires that, uh, that are just wreaking havoc all over the West? Well, I would love to say I'm not, uh, but uh, the fire did come close to us. Uh, and I'm actually in Chico right now. Uh, we're living in Chico. Uh, but uh, it does. Uh, mostly it, it's the smells uh, that, that just overwhelm you and it takes you right back uh, to that day and those emotions and feelings that we experienced, uh, plus the, the, the smoke. And, and you can just see the, the fear in people's eyes. Uh, we had, you know, a few of our members say, you know what, I need to go. And so they took off for a couple of weeks just because they couldn't uh, go through that, uh, those, those feelings again. So, you know, there's still people that are hurting here. Um, you know, we take it one day at a time, one week at a time, and um, understand that, that God continues to bless us. Uh, but he also doesn't keep us from struggle. He doesn't keep us uh, from uh, not being harmed so that uh, we can rely upon him and our faith can grow and our trust in him uh, can get greater uh, and deeper. So the, the fires have, have come near but not damaged the, the current uh, rebuilding of the, the building, but uh, certainly has had a, a great emotional impact on your congregation. Yes, we did have some members that um, relocated to a nearby uh, a town of Oroville, uh, and they were evacuated from there. So we did have a couple of our members that needed to be evacuated uh, as well, just not there in Paradise. How is Our Savior Lutheran Church in Paradise, California, able to continue to uh, bring the good news of Jesus to your community that has changed so drastically since the fires of 2018? Well, the one thing I've always appreciated about Paradise is that it, it's a for being California, it's, it's a very conservative town. Um, churches work well with the community leaders, um, and we have that great relationship. And so I, I think that uh, for Paradise, community is a big part, and churches are very welcome part of that community. And so for us to keep uh, caring for our community and working with them side by side, uh, they see that our commitment uh, is to them uh, it's, it's in our loving them unconditionally without uh, expectations of them coming to church, without expectations of, of them being uh, converted or, you know, any of those, but they just see a genuine care for them as people. And I think that that speaks volumes. Hmm. With hopes that, uh, that the build will be done in, uh, by Christmas of this year, correct? Yes. Well, I, we certainly will be including you in our prayers that uh, that construction can finish and that you're able to uh, to gather around the, the Lord's word in your newly built building. In the meantime, still continuing to meet as you're able, I gather. 
Yes, uh, with COVID uh, here in California and in our county, we're not able to meet uh, in person in worship. So we've been, of course, doing that online. And, you know, that could affect uh, our our grand opening uh, mm-hmm. ceremony type things. But, you know, God's in control and, and we will do what what he calls us to do. Pastor Brian Merrick of Our Savior Lutheran Church in Paradise, California. Thank you so much for the update and God's blessings on uh, your endeavors as you continue to uh, share the good news of Jesus in Paradise, California. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to come and and talk a little bit and and appreciate, again, everybody who's reached out uh, to us over the years. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. (laughs) 